everyone. Yes, welcome to uh, Mean Girls Interrupted. 22. Yeah, this is our like episode like 20A or whatever the fuck. Because oh, what true, we it doing, is like 20A. Yeah, so what we're doing is a double feature Halloween. Every single week we're going to bring you two ooky spooky dooky film uh film episode so yep we just we just finished recording our review on um hocus pocus 2 which you're gonna really have to go listen to that one you have to go listen to that one to get some deep insights uh and so it's out right now so go do that like comment subscribe do the things follow and stuff yes um my if name's Travis. If you're new here, right? So this is you're talking. You're you're listening to Travis and John and John and John's the one who kind of really he really takes. So what John? Okay. So what I do is John's the one who kind of tell like. Us. I'm going to tell you right now. So characterize us, please. So I'm going to character. Yes, just yes, yes. oh, thank you so much. So oh, you're um, welcome. So John is kind of like he's the one who really rules the roost. And oh, I'm just interesting. Yeah, he rules the roost of this podcast, which I love because he is. Is that is that true? Yeah, he's a lot. Listen, okay, you shush. Is that true? You shush. Am I ruling the roost right now? No, I like it. <laughs> oh, okay. No, so I'm characterizing it. <laughs> John rules the roost, so he's uh, good at this. He's kind of like the voice of this podcast, and I just sit. Huh. I'm haunting the podcast. Um, I mean, I mean, great, cool, love that for you. No, for but, for you too. But but also, but I feel like I feel like it's very equal in my mind. Oh yes, yes, yes. No, it's it is equal. Like, don't diminish your amazingness. Oh no, no, no! I would never, John. Do you think I would ever? But yeah, but that's I how it sounds never. though. Oh, I am so sorry. It comes across as, as you diminishing your own uh, amazingness, your own, oh, your no, own that's funniness, not. your own contribution to the no, show. No, no, that's not what I mean. What I mean is John has a technical understanding of these things and it's far superior to mine. I have opinions, but John comes from this world where he actually does this. So he writes. Oh, I see so what, what you So what I'm mean. trying to say is you okay, kind of have... In the- I'm in the movie business. Yes, which I am not. I just watch them, and my opinion literally. Is you know, but that's so own. funny to me you know because I, mean? I look, I look to you. I've always looked to you because movies have always been our common bond since they really we were in have. high that's school. That's how we started being friends. Yeah, and as soon as you were, movies. as soon as you were, because you you once had an aspiration to direct movies, and I was just like, "This is my person." Yep, we're best friends in the entire world, and uh, so. Um, yeah, and I just feel like it's always been our common bond and we've always shared very similar opinions on things. Like name one movie that we don't share an opinion on. It's kind of weird. I don't think there is one. Yeah, it's like during high school we were like so freaking excited about like Kill Bill coming uh, to our town. John, when there was literally three people in the theater on like the opening weekend of Kill Bill and no one was there and we went and watched it's Jennifer's like, uh, Body. Like, yeah, it's like we get like we we were like blessed with like these wide releases coming to our tiny little town. Why did they show up there? They had no business being but, there. But we only had we only had one movie theater, um, technically two, but that was more of a Christian thing. It was a Christian thing, uh, but I did see Monster there. We I was went there and with watched you. Monster there. Which yeah, was they, they weird. Had, How did they show monster in there? Yeah, it was it like was a very, full lesbian love story with murder. 
Yeah, you get full Scissor Sisters, but you have to walk through a Christian gift shop to get to your seat. Which is weird. Which is wild. So I didn't really prefer that one, even though it was like cleaner and tidier and had more comfortable seats. The main movie. John, they have the nightclub there, remember? Oh, they have the teenage nightclub. The teenage nightclub. The teenage nightclub. That was disgusting. So they gutted. It, okay, so here we go down nostalgia lane. Ew. Before we get into our our <laughs> also, Halloween by the way, kills. This this show is about Halloween kills. Just to throw that this out there. This episode is Halloween kills. For all of you who have not watched Halloween 2018, watch it first because if it carries over seen, directly into Halloween kills. But first, treat yourself to Halloween H2O. On John. I've never watched it, and I've never been more interested to watch H2O. I, Is okay, that your favorite uh, one? Okay, we'll get into that later, <laughs> but I'm absolutely watching H2O. All right. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so anyway, uh, that what night were we club, talking about? Okay, the Christian yeah, so church where the monsters showed Christian, up? Yeah, it was like, it was this movie theater where... They had regular released movies playing like rated R stuff like they kind of had a different variety than our main uh, in town um, uh, movie theater. They had better movies. We saw Eon Flux we saw there. We saw Eon Flux, which was a monster. Yeah, we saw I saw 28 Days Later there. I didn't watch that that with you. I didn't see that oh, with you. Oh, that, that was Patty and Emily. I didn't see I that with you. During the day. We went to a matinee there. They had better and, movies, but it was weird because it was like a church. <laughs> right. Because like you walk in and like you had the concession stand, but the big lobby area, they turned it into um, a Starbucks like a, too. Yeah, there was there was a Starbucks. Yeah, right. It was it was like coffee shop Starbucks instead of concessions. And it, it had a, a very sprawling like like sort of bookstore of Christian books. Yes. And like gift cards that were Christian leaning. John, I and it was all <laughs> it was all like God stuff. And like and then, they, and then what used to be later. and we went to go see 28 days later there. <laughs> and I'm just like, what is going on here on this day? So it was it was like there. It was like in your face, but you could ignore it. Like they weren't like pushing it on you. No, which was kind of crazy because I was like, the person who owns this weird church thing, because they actually had services too. I think they had like youth. Yes, like, yes. In the theaters. Yes. Yeah. Which and was so, so maybe strange. that was like maybe that was like a genius way to avoid paying taxes on a movie theater oh business. Oh my John. Holy shit. You we cracked the code. This You come here to Mean Girls Interrupted every week to crack the code. John, you just actually made my mind spin because I because, hadn't even considered that's the reason. <laughs> but it was so it was such a bizarre presence and it was like on the outskirts of town. It was. And it was a better theater. And the person who was picking the movies to come, they had a bet. Dude, we could have been friends with them because they actually had good selections. Yeah, and it was it was always like like you had to just walk through this weird Christian gift shop. Was it five theaters or three? Um, I think they had five. Yeah, and they were good. They did have a good selection. We were right, (gasps) and you had you had like the the um, there was we were like treating ourselves to like stadium seating. 
John. And it, because our, our regular one that was like our regular uh, theater was in like a shopping center that had been there since like the 70s. Uh, yeah. And it was t- it took over. Do you remember it, Treasures and Trinkets? It did take over Treasures and Trinkets, didn't it? Treasures and Trinkets, dude. But you know what I saw? You know what I what did a weird see? Place. That place is I know, so I weird. remember Treasures and Trinkets. Anyway, uh, so uh, what I did see, what we did see at this at this m- main movie theater in town, which was like shabbier. I worked there for a time at, at sixteen. Did. Yes, and um, it, working in movie theaters is so funny. Like, it's so memorable. It's so weird. It's like you're behind the scenes in a way. And I I worked at a theater movie theater in Flatbush, Brooklyn, whenever I first moved there. And that I was know also I remember. Strange. Yeah, I remember and, you worked uh, there too. Yeah. Did you ever work at a movie theater? I never did, but I do remember wanting to mod podge my face onto that weird circle of celebrities that they had. (gasps) Yes. Remember we talked about that. We were like, we should put our faces on there. We're mod podge our own faces and we never did it. We never did it. We were like, we were like fully and we fully intended on doing that. We we never did. did. (laughs) But it was so great because like they made, they made, they made you wear like a white shirt and a blue bow tie. And it was like that classic movie theater. You're popping popcorn, burning it occasionally, working the concessions. And then once the once the movies let out, you have to hustle with that broom and dustpan to get all that shit out there. And you got to get up all those beer bottles and pizzas, pizza boxes, and, people and come people off with the seats. Yeah, because like people, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like people would sneak in alcohol and full on pizza boxes from Tony's Kitchen down in the yes, same right. Center. I don't blame them as delicious and, pizza. That, they had such good pizza. <laughs> like, honestly, do you ever make that at home? Tony's Kitchen no, stuff? No, I don't. I w- see. And I, for all of you who don't know, I used to work at a place called yeah, Tony's Kitchen. And it was a so secret, good. A secret was in the sauce. That's for sure. John, that place was so good. It's because everything was handmade. We made everything every day. Fresh. Also, the dough was great. But anyway, they would sneak that shit in there through the uh, emergency exits <laughs> because there's only five people working there and we're not like no one's guarding it. I did it's not, not realize locked. that's how they were getting the pizzas in. Yes. And John, no more sneaking so stuff. Just, yeah. And it's such a, it's such a janky old building. There's not going to be like security alarms going off. <laughs> like, but yeah, but we saw we saw Kill Bill there. Um, I saw the hours there. That's a good movie. Yeah, I saw the hours with my mom there. I also saw the Devil Wears, Wears Prada there. Who'd you like, watch that with? I would have gone with you. Also, my mom. And then I immediately went to go visit you uh, in in your in your commune. Oh, whenever you were living in the commune. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can only refer to it as a commune because there's so many people there all the time. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, to go back. But we digress. We have gone on. Yeah, John, it, that's it actually fun. You, you guys get to give a little understanding of who we are as people. Yeah, we uh, movies have always been our our common denominator. They they really have really, been. They truly have, and so especially in our teen years, um, we say this all the time. But literally through the looking glass is what brought John and I together. Yes, yes, and Alice, also like I had I such I had such severe anxiety that I wouldn't look up. And meet anybody's you, eyes and you as didn't. a teenager. Like I was, I was very like anxious. Teenager. But that's okay. And that movie is literally what brought us together because I knew not a single person who was, a, was as obsessed with the Jabberwocky as I was. 
Yeah. And I was like, I was kind of really into it. It was the first time I had really ever seriously drawn anything in an art class. It was like my first art class, by the way. Movies so, brought us together, John. And movies that's the best brought us thing. together. Which and is why we're I, here today. To talk about an, another nostalgic piece. Halloween. Which is Halloween Kills, to be specific. And uh, Halloween Kills is a part of a trio of movies that sort of ignore all of the... Yes. All of, well, no, I mean, they kind of piecemeal it because this does link directly back to the original Halloween. Um, but it sort of like ignores all, all of the other movies and spinoffs in, in the franchise. Which is why I think they did, which I do appreciate about Halloween 2018 is I'm kind of like rewriting their very own history of the Halloween movies. Yeah. And I liked, I liked Halloween 2018. By I way. loved it. I, I liked I liked that they took uh, is it Laurie Strode yes. Strode yep um uh, she Jamie Lee Curtis's iconic character nobody else can do it she has been at the entire thing talk about commitment dude to talk, a character right guess and the thing is though is like she's never been like put into this box where she's just Laurie Strode because she can do everything but she yeah. still comes back and kills the role Halloween yeah. kills the role. She slays the role. She carries Every time. the movie. Um, she, uh, yeah. And so in Halloween uh, uh, 2018, she has become like this traumatized recluse based off of her experience, knowing that Michael Myers is still out there somewhere. And yes. she has dedicated her life to like building like this elaborate sort of chamber to eventually, because she, she knows it's like an inevitability that he's going to come after she her. She knows it. Yeah, so she's she, not wrong. Her paranoia yeah. did not steer her wrong. <laughs> she's right every step of the way, by the way. Yeah, she and is. So, but everybody thinks she's just like crazy, paranoid Laurie Strode. Um, but um, her daughter, her adult daughter now is uh, Judy Greer. By the way, love. And whenever we were talking about shows the other day and you said you were talking about the Witches of Eastwick. Oh, yeah. I realized that you were talking about Witches of Eastwick when you said iconic gay characters. And I was like. I was still in the Halloween mode. And I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, Judy Greer. Uh, Yo, I, I was talking about this movie. I thought you were talking was, about Witches of Eastwick. Who was, no. Which was, is full of iconic yeah, gay so people. Halloween, Halloween Kills has like your, your gay icons. because Judy Greer is the shit, dude. Yes. I love her and everything. Underrated. She can do no wrong. She is she Violet. Can, she is Violet. And uh, she is... She... Is she always kills it every time she comes into a movie? She never does bad ever. It doesn't even if matter. the movie is terrible. It's like, well, <laughs> Judy Greer is great. Yeah. Um. Like so. Uh. Yeah. So anyway. So she plays Karen. Very. She is a Karen. Uh. But and uh. Yeah. So she is. Um. What is this movie? Okay. So <laughs> basically. So here's the thing. For any of you who have not watched Halloween 2018, it is imperative for you to watch that before you watch yeah, Halloween it picks Kills. Up because it picks up right where it left off. It literally starts within a 24 hour period. This is how these two movies play out. Between yeah. this, when Halloween night, when all so of also, the chaos happens. Spoiler happened. alerts. Spoiler alerts. So many spoilers. Right because we're going to spoil Halloween 2018 for you right now. No because kills. We're doing on, kills. Yes, but, but Halloween 2018, 2018. Ends, ends on um, 
ends on Lori and her daughter and granddaughter. Yep, three generations um, of Strodes. Yes. And they Chodes. trap Chodes. <laughs> Lori, Lori Chodes. <laughs> they uh, they trap Michael Myers into a cont- a basement container. Which and, I love that. And they totally light the place on fire. And so this is where we pick up in Halloween Kills. John, talk about commitment. You're like, I will burn my fucking house to the ground to kill <laughs> yeah. this monster. Also, but also genius collect that insurance. Check. Right. She was making herself homeless to rid the world of an absolute monster. True. True. I love Who's that an about unkillable her. monster, by the way. Which we'll get into in we'll Halloween into Kills. That. Oh, we'll get into that. Okay. Oh, we're going to get into it because we start off at first with like a little bit of a cold open with uh, the friend calling a a prologue, as they say. And um, it's like back in the day whenever uh, Michael Myers was first wreaked havoc and he he, um, basically is just walking around town. He goes home. Michael Myers always goes home. That's his thing. Always. Like a fucking zombie. He's never not uh, went home. He's always he, he is always on goes time. home to stare out a window and that's it. Yep, that he, thinks his about, M.O. he thinks and about he thinks about his sister. Way, if you get in his way mm-hmm. from standing right in front of that window, you're gonna die. Anyone who's had a curfew, Michael has you beat. He's always home before curfew. Yeah, he's got to be there on time. And if you're standing in the way, you're going to get for. killed in a gnarly way. And yeah. I'm sorry. And an that's absolute, on you. Uh, some of the deaths in this movie were very cool. Oh, yeah. They even for me, a lover of gore and a writer of gore. I was just like, ooh, oh, my God. Yeah, some of these were really cool. There, but it was uh, yeah. despite its flaws. The deaths. I absolutely Every was single, here for Yeah, they they clearly focused on the art of the kill scene, which was like I'm, and they made them they made them cool, unique and varied and very, very bloody. Yes. Um. Like anyway. So anyway, let's just let's give over the prologue. The prologue doesn't really matter. And so like we start off with Laurie Strode and her daughter and granddaughter. They are they are rescued out of this burning place by an ambulance and there's a fire truck and she Jamie Lee Curtis is screaming her ass off. She's been stabbed. She's like she yeah, she's been like fatally wounded, basically. Yes. But she's like screaming. She's like, let it burn. But yes. the fire guys, the fire guys are like fully trying to do their job and put out this fire. Huge mistake. Also, and she's yeah. Why? The, why you got to kill the firefighters? Literally, firefighters do nothing wrong. I know it's they're like they're the just least, trying to help you. They're the least hated, <laughs> like public service, like like they do nothing but put out fires. Yes, so and save people's lives, and also they always arrive on the scene first, even if you call nine one one for always, any reason, which is redacted. They're the ones who saved redacted. They they it's not the ambulance EMTs who come and revive your nope. your dying loved one. It it's is the fire literally firefighters. So if you guys are not paying your respects to firefighters, it's time to start. Yes, and um, but I also, digress because they're also very hot. Most of them, I know, which is weird. Like Why a, are they it's so like a attractive? Prerequisite. It's so odd. Why are they so hot? Oh, but anyway, so Lori Strode's in the back of a truck, and a fire truck passes her, and she says, "Let it yeah, burn." And she's Please like, continue. Crap, no. So they take uh, them to the hospital where they perform an emergency surgery and uh, narrowly save uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's life. I thought you were going to say perform a musical number, and then they perform a musical number, <laughs> yes, and the yes. Sanderson sisters. 
show up. <laughs> they pop out of Laurie's stomach. It Strode's is Halloween stomach. after all. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, they. <laughs> It is it is the night of Halloween still. So um, they take so she's in the hospital. Judy Greer is worried, uh, and, and uh, so we we kind of like cut to another storyline with people inside of a bar, and uh, we sort of get acquainted with the town yes. that is. That is, uh, what's the town's call? Town's name again? Uh, I if, honestly, I almost just called it Heimdall. Uh, it, it's like Hollowdale, Haindale, uh, uh, something. Halloween. It is something um, weird. Let's yeah, not. So, eh, anyway, who cares? It's somewhere in Illinois, I think. But anyway, so, <laughs> uh, we're at a bar. Of people, meth. yeah, people are like, people are fully on meth in a bar, and they are. Uh, there's like a talent show going on. It's Halloween night. People are drunk, and uh, we there's like this really obnoxious sort of loud celebrating group of friends who are older, and they it's revealed that they are they are pe- they are people who were kids uh on Halloween night who have experienced the terror of Michael Myers mm-hmm. in some way. Yes. They are like the survivors. They, their sister was killed. Their brother was whatever. They, they almost died. They almost died. And, and Michael Myers decided not to kill them, which is weird. Cause like, why doesn't, you know, he's some, he just walks by some people. He got to get home and stare out that window. True. He's like, you know what? Uh, time's a ticking. <clears throat> he's like, I really need to stare out this window and I don't have time for you right now. No, really? Uh, um, yeah, so it's revealed that like whatever. And so we kind of introduce a storyline where like the townspeople are involved in this plot. They're also Um, so sick of it. They're like, you know what? We are the townspeople of the place is called Haddonfield, by the way. Oh, Haddonfield. Right. And so they are of the, uh, so they're kind of partying because they realize that Michael Myers is dead now. Right. Um, a lot of them don't realize he's back. And then it comes to yeah. light while they are partying that he is oh, alive on the and news. well. Yeah, because uh, so yes. uh, Michael Myers makes the local news because because he, of Halloween 2018. T- yeah, he comes out of the burning uh, cinders and completely annihilates these firefighters in like the most brutal way. Dude, it was so gruesome. And then when they show when they show the bodies afterwards, I was like, oh, my God, dude, like it went there literally so violent. It's extraordinarily violent, which is so kind of satisfying for me because I'm so I've been very much tired for a long time where horror movies, uh, they intentionally shot. They sidestep and they shy away from the the gory violence and they like leave it to being they cut away. They leave it off screen. It's only talked about. It's ancillary. John, uh, speaking uh, of sidestepping in Halloween 2018, that takes place like five minutes before uh, the Halloween. Yeah. When Michael Myers crushes that psychologist's head, the one who was trying yeah. to save him when yeah. he stomps his skull, I was like. Holy shit. Yeah, they went for it. Watch both of these movies, you guys. They are one and the same. It just happens to yeah. be they broke up a three hour movie and made them both an hour and a half. Exactly. And it's like they're very linear. You have so, to watch um, them. They are the same movie. It's a continuation right. one of the other. Yeah, it's just like basically they should have just wrapped it up into like a six hour movie. Honestly, I don't but, know why they didn't just turn it into a series. I would have watched oh, the fuck out of that. I know, right? But um, so they... 
So Michael Myers is on his bullshit again, and he is just <laughs> he is trying to get yes, home. Yes, exactly. And, uh, and uh, but the but the townspeople through the news feed they realize that he's back, and they're like they basically rally an angry mob to to break off into teams to search for Michael around town to find him and kill him before he can kill anybody else. Yep. And so we follow these little groups and pockets and Laurie Strode is like out of commission at the hospital healing. Um, and uh, her granddaughter, however, has joined into one of these vigilante teams against Michael Myers because she's like, you know what? I don't want this to happen. You killed my father. You killed you all die. of my friends. You literally yeah. murdered all of my friends. So she's out for blood and she's on a team with like uh, uh, people with weapons. Um, uh, stalking around town on the search for Michael Myers, including uh, her ex-boyfriend. It's complicated. It's, it's on complicated. Facebook. It's complicated. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, she, um, I hate that Facebook had it. It's complicated. <laughs> but like, well, I, like you know, what? I was, I was, I was fully married, but I know that my ex is gonna see this, and like, I think we're. I'm gonna switch my status to it's complicated because it's gonna send a message. John, there's nothing um, I love more than a fucking messy breakup on Facebook. I don't even have Facebook, but it was my favorite part. But it's I so digress. weird. We it's should. so weird. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So what's her name? Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is, is like, she's just trying to heal. You know, she's trying to heal, and then. Um, um, the sheriff rolls in and she's like, oh, my God, do you remember when this happened? So they're bringing back a lot of people from original movies, too, and kind of being like, yeah, the depth, like one of the sheriff's deputies uh, is made a character in this. Uh, so like he uh, and he was from the last one, too. So anyway, yes. who's what's it? Um, he is also a near death healing from a fatal, a nearly fatal wound. And for some reason, they put Jamie Lee Curtis and his. They share their roommates. They're roommates hospital. and they are talking about all of the fun times they they're had talking. as evading death. <laughs> they're, and their whole pur purpose of this movie is just to talk to each other. John, I thought that was so weird. <laughs> I really did. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah. And so they kind of like pass the baton to like this, uh, this adult. To Karen and then little one. Yeah. And so, uh, uh <laughs> so Michael Myers is, for some reason, I, he has very, there's no rhyme or reason to who he's killing and why. There's really, really not. He's just um, literally killing anyone in his path at this point. Yeah. And so uh, all of these people who are in his way, quote unquote, like are like he gets like he's like in somebody's bathroom in a house for some reason. John, can I tell you, I laughed when the, <laughs> when the chick when the chick in the um, nurse's costume when she tries to shoot him and he kicks the door open and she shoots herself in the face, I laughed out loud. Yeah, that was a, it was, I, I wasn't was sure if it was supposed comical. to be funny. John, that's what I said. Like, I was like, what? I was like, that's I wild. I laughed. Like, I like, Michael Myers is just like usually brute force. He's not like meant to be like some karate ninja, but he like karate ninja that door. <laughs> and then she kills herself. And can we talk about, okay, so there's many, there's lots of guns being fired at Michael Myers throughout this entire movie. Guns um, paid for this movie, FYI. If you ever see a gun in a movie, just so you guys know, it's it's an RA. It is, and they yeah. are paying 
to have it's these guns featured. It's product, it's product placement from the NRA. Because yes. people who know guns know what these fuckers are carrying. Yes. Just it's like, so you all mm-hmm. know when you see a gun in a movie, it is there and it is pl- paid for. It is a paid, bought and paid for by the NRA, for sure. So that's, it's like weird. And this movie and, uh, is full of them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so there's like this weird thing that they're doing in here where every single time, no matter how many times you try to shoot at, if you're carrying a gun and you're trying to shoot Michael Myers, you're done because no bullets will ever hit him. Honestly, he can't be hit by a bullet. He can't be hit by a bullet. Do you truly? You truly they, they, have a better chance of killing him with a dildo. Yes. A bullet will not work. You are going to have to stuff like a 10 of them down his yes, throat. Because there are more on more than one occasion. They are trying to fire point blank at him and the bullets are missing every time. How in 2018 and, does it hit, though, in the blood splatters? And in this movie, he literally cannot die because they are building out. A mysterious lore, which yeah. ends up with a supernatural ness. Yeah. Which comes out so, this month. Yes. Yes. And um, so like we so it's sort of part of the lore throughout this movie that he can't be hit by bullets, which is so annoying. I thought that was very obnoxious, by the way. Me too. This is where everybody's got a gun in here. This is where like, it starts really where I'm like, mm. I'm like, they are they are literally trying to tell us that. Part of the magic around uh, Michael Myers is that he cannot be hit by a bullet. They always miss him. It's not- or you try to shoot at him. He kicks a door and you shoot yourself in the yes. face. And you shoot yourself in the face in the middle of the right. street. Also, yeah. can we just say, like, I mean, that was I laughed and I'm not <laughs> sure if that's what they meant. It spins around. John, I points her set points it at herself in the face. She goes, "Come on!" Did you laugh? Because I was in bed. Yes. I was in bed, and I actually guffawed, and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Holy <laughs> shit!" They are reaching. Um. So, <laughs> but anyway, so he, um. So they're trying to build out this lore that he just cannot be killed, cannot die, no matter how much you try, and they fucking try really, really hard in this movie. Everyone in this movie is literally trying to kill him so hard. Yeah. And so but we really start to explore this uh, also weird, arbitrary theme of like uh, like angry mob mentality and how it ties into society somehow. John, they were really trying to push it, huh? Yeah. It's like, don't 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 force feed me a theme like that. Don't do it. I didn't. I hate that. I didn't like that either because they were trying to tell us something bigger. Within it was social commentary in a Halloween movie. I don't think so. Right. John, I thought the same. I said, no, ma'am. I no, because it's not it's not even it wasn't even rooted in the Halloween franchise. It was in the Halloween world, really. It was rooted in just like something that was relevant a year ago because this came out a year ago. Yeah. And here's the thing. Haddonfield is a fucking fictional. And what takes you out of Haddonfield is by putting social commentary into a real perspective in our world. Yeah, it doesn't right. take place in our world. So why are you getting, giving us commentary on what I'm assuming was the January 6th thing? Uh, yes, exactly. That's completely. It's so weird and it felt very out of place. 
Yeah, it, but it was commentary on that. It was like, um, I don't was, want it. I don't want it at all because it all takes place in the hospital where um, when it's that a, guy it's like jumps, a, it's like a, though, yeah. oh my god, when he hits the ground, they fully show. They did it. I was into it. I was into it too. But the I gore felt very, very much bad delivered. For him. Yeah, me too. But also, it have. was like they should have done it, that. It was, uh, yeah, it wasn't. It was sort of lost on me because I was taken out of that whole sequence. It's just like one sequence. It's not the whole movie. It's no, like, it's one. It's one sequence of um, everybody who's like in the hospital, hiding out in the hospital. They they all get sort of angry, mobbed, and, and they think that they think that like an unmasked um, escapee uh, from a Michael Myers, who's like. They they sort of like look at a guy who looks off and weird and he's an escapee from a mental institution and they just point at him and like, that's Michael. And then they all storm him like the Capitol and they they all run up to the very top floor and trap this guy into a place where his only way out is to jump to his death. But in doing so, like all of the all of the dialogue throughout this crazy mob sequence where they're chasing this guy um, is really bad. Like even even like even a really good friend Judy Greer is involved in this. Dude, our and good she's like, friend it's not Judy. Him. I know for real. Our good it's friend not Judy. Him. Our good friend Judy is like, it's, she's the only one being like, it's not him. It's not that's not Michael Myers. And no one's listening to her because they don't see reason right now. They are an angry mob. And so, um, yeah, she I don't I was trying to think like how many times she says it's not Michael Myers and it has to be at least 20. John, it was so many times. And the thing was, is like literally everyone was like at this point, everyone knew it wasn't Michael, but they were all so mad they were going to get results regardless. They wanted to see a means to an end and they made this guy become the monster, even though he literally was like. And I felt bad because she was like, I'm not going to let them do anything. And he was like, help me, help me. He was like, yeah, well, even during the sequence, Jamie Lee Curtis is like getting up and out of this hospital because she realizes that her granddaughter is out there and in danger now. And Judy Greer is trying Judy Greer is trying to help her to do that. And so they're like getting stampeded by the mob and whatever like that. And so uh, Jamie Lee Curtis joins into the whole that's not Michael screaming, which is and so it's just, bizarre. It's just it's just them two screaming. That's not Michael. That's not Michael. Which that's not Michael. John, it probably only lasted two minutes. But can I tell you, it felt like yeah. a very long scene. It was really bad and stupid and had no place in this film. They could have cut that shit out and it would have been a bit different for me. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, because, like, homie there is jumps a, for all yeah, of you out there. He, he jumps and his skull. Right. Dude, he jumps to his death and then everybody calms down and is like, oh, that wasn't him. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Like someone then, get the broom. So we can sweep this mess up is what it turned into. I was like, are you kidding? And then it goes on. But Jamie Lee Curtis, she can't join because her her surgical wound reopened and she's got to go to bed. Oh, yeah. And so but but Judy Greer, she goes and she's like, I got to go save my daughter out there somewhere. And so and where are they going to go? Where Michael goes, which is home home. to Michael's home. FYI. Which, by yeah, the way, Michael. I did love that. What's his face from Mad TV was in it? Why oh, can I yeah. remember his name? Um, we got a I nice think, gay couple moment in this, and John, I really did. liked it. 
So yeah, so Michael Myers's home has been like is being Taken lived over by, in by, gays. by by a married gay couple, and like, and they <laughs> they've yassified the whole fucking house. Yeah, so they and they're very cool, like, and they're older gays and stuff, and like they call each. They're both of their names are John, so yeah, obviously little one John is and Big John, John and Little John, which and is the whatever, reverse because the little one is right. Big John. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so Michael Myers obviously kills them. He murders and <laughs> both of them. But I thought it was sweet that he put them together. Yeah, he's like, and yeah, I thought, but I also thought that was a little weird of a, of a, of a shtick throughout. I mean, like, this movie a, lost its way, way it's, in the beginning. So I'm like, if you're going to yeah. kill the gays, you may as well let them <laughs> die together. Because yeah, like Michael Myers <laughs> is like, after he, like, whenever they see, whenever somebody comes, comes across like his path, He's always like arranged the people he's killed into meaningful ways or something like that. Uh, which which is done. And he's like and he's putting like masks like Halloween masks on them on all the bodies and stuff sometimes. The thing is, too, which I thought was also weird because. Serial killers do have that thing where they have a specific like marking. The calling it's card, a calling yeah. card. And I'm like, but there's yeah, no consistency. Was, yeah. He just usually leaves like a wake of destruction. You know, he doesn't like go back and arrange them up. Honestly, he should have just put thank you bags on people's heads. Like, (laughs) (laughs) He's like, thank you so much for getting out of my way. No, it's really difficult to me. I just want to get home and stare out a window. Okay, (laughs) who's the real victim? Can't stop obsessing over me murdering my sister. Right. And uh, so, yeah. So um, Judy Greer goes uh, to Michael Myers's home where her daughter is in some serious deep water with Michael Myers because she's trying to kill it right now. Yeah. And so, uh, uh, she has a broken leg. The the granddaughter has a broken leg. Wait, she does. At what point? When did that happen? She falls down the stairs, but, but, oh yes, they were in the car first. Mm -hmm. And then, so (laughs) they're sorry. So they were in the car and they went into the house. It was the boyfriend and the boyfriend's dad and her, was there someone else? I don't recall, um, no. but I know the dad goes in first and he's immediately, immediately he dies, murdered. He dies immediately. <laughs> he dies <laughs> almost instant, instant death. <laughs> um, and then the boyfriend goes inside and I think he has a pretty good fight. But I did notice in this movie and the last one, Michael Myers loves smashing people's faces into concrete yeah, walls. He enjoys anything. it. It's like playing Nintendo for him. That is his thing. He grabs them by the back of the neck and just will put your head right through a wall. Yeah. Um, But so um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Judy Greer uh, takes off his mask. She does. Oh, I forget. She did get there. Yeah, she gets there and she saves her daughter by taking his mask because he's like, oh, I'm going to need that mask back now, please. Is his demeanor is his vibe. And then she's like, no. You got to chase me for it. It was very Valentina. Can I keep the mask on, please? Yeah. He's like, (laughs) I'm going to have to kill you for that. So like he is chasing Judy Greer through a thing. And it turns out to be a trap from the townspeople. And they spring. They are all they are. They encircle um, Michael Myers and they uh, Judy Greer runs back to her uh, daughter to help her out and her ailments. So she doesn't see what goes down. Yeah, she circles back to her daughter. Yeah. So what goes down is the townspeople, they basically uh, all uh, die. They all die because 
one person has a gun and they go to shoot him in the face and he slashes that wrist. He slashes. He can't, he can't be hit by a weapon uh, that is a gun. Also, he can't be hit by anything at all because remember, yeah. he takes Tommy. I think his name is Tommy, the guy who was like, he tried to kill me. What? Mm-hmm. And he had the bat. And he takes Tommy's bat and proceeds to smash the fuck out of Tommy's head. Yeah, it's it's a gory sequence. A lot of people die because probably 20. Um, it's a circle. Yeah. It's a mob of people. And Michael so, kills them all. Right. And while this is happening, we're intercutting back with Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis on opiates talking, <laughs> talking to the sheriff. They are like fully stoned on morphine. Yes. Talking about Michael Myers and they co- reach the conclusion that there is something so evil about him he's that he is natural now. He's supernatural. He has become something else. He is pure evil and he cannot be killed because he is not like a man or something like that. He is something else. Which is where uh, I started being like, hmm. That's where we? they definitely, they lost me for sure. I'm like, did you have to? Did you do it? They did it. John. So, so Jamie Lee Curtis comes to the realization that the person who has been trying to kill her for decades is unkillable. And we realize that too at the same time because he overtakes this. He literally angry mob. kills like 20 people. Yeah, it kills 20 people trying to kill him. And then uh, back to Judy Greer and her daughter at, at Michael Myers' house. Uh, Judy Greer, for, out of some weird curiosity, goes up to Michael Myers' room and stares out the window the same way that he does. And then, uh, guess what? Michael Myers pops up right behind her and murders her. Done for. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay, honestly, Judy probably had that in her contract. She was like, I have to get out of this mess. She's like, get me out of here. But you know what we don't do? We don't really confirm that she's dead, do we? The thing is, though, is... Because people are surviving things that they shouldn't survive in this movie. I mean, Michael Myers has absolutely survived so like many Jamie things. Lee Curtis should have died. Uh, she had a full C-section. He gave uh, her yeah. a C-section. He was like, <laughs> and then they did surgery and like she's healing now. So, I mean, Judy Greer, sure, she got some stab wounds on her, but we don't really see her die all the way. No, we don't. And here's the thing about horror movies. The, nobody's ever dead until the cops show up. Until someone's like, they're dead or they have a funeral scene or something. Here's the thing. If the cops show up, that fucker ain't dead. Yeah, because she she was looking pretty good for a dead body, Judy Greer. The like, it wasn't is, like it was that the lady who oh the, the lady with the drone. Uh, remember, so, so we're going back to like there's there's a there's a murder sequence yes. of like this lady and her husband. They're older and she's like playing with a drone. John, I loved that. Uh, that was brutal dude it was so her death is like my favorite one because it's so like um, jarring he used one of those lights that you know if you smash it explodes and they're mm-hmm. so sharp i can't believe he stuck that shit into her neck yeah and he she just didn't like, die she was no dying like, slowly so he ju- he jams it into her neck and all of the blood in her body runs out of that tube it's, and onto the ground. John, it is wild. 
Yeah. And then he pulls it back out and she's left with like a gaping hole in her neck. And she's just laying there for a long time watching him like maim her husband's body. Because he he's trying to find the sharpest knife in the house. John, he is stapling the husband to the table in front of her with multiple knives just going through him. Right. From the and he's back trying to, to pick the chest. Out, he's trying to pick out the best kitchen knife to, that can go through a body. So she's literally watching <laughs> it happen as she bleeds to death. And you want to know yeah. what? That sucks because I really like them. Yeah, they were cool. They didn't like I don't know what they really meant to the story. They, they meant were just nothing like, other than like body so was, people could understand. It's collateral damage. They're collateral basically. damage and like, yeah. oh hey, we're here to tell the a story, and the story is Michael's gonna kill you. Right, right. And and this is the tone that we're setting with these gory murder scenes, which were very which good. Were very they were the good. star of the show. Honestly, they were really good. Despite I mean making Making Michael Myers supernatural doesn't do it for me. Well, he has always had like a supernatural nest to him. And, Which and, is why we have 12 in the franchise now. Right. But it's like, but to explicitly explain the lore behind that. I don't like that. Really lost me. Like, because the, the whole appeal to Michael Myers and, and these Halloween movies for me anyway, was like, there was just so much mystery around why he can't die. And like, you can just imply, I mean, you can infer that it's a supernatural reason, like in an, in a very implicit way, but for them, but for Laurie Strode and the sheriff to like be talking about it and to come form a lore based off of what they've seen, like they just basically are talking shit and speculating. Yeah. They're sitting point. on a hospital stoop. And it's just like basically an information dump for us to realize where we're going to go in the next movie where like they understand that he's a supernatural person. Which, by the way, I also and I think we've talked about this before. Do not treat your audience like they're stupid. We know That's Michael I mean. Myers can't fucking die, which is why he continues to exist. Right. And so I don't need like, the Lord. Stop telling me been, he's supernatural. And you've been showing it throughout this entire Halloween Kills movie. By like showing a very explicitly that bullets don't touch him for some reason. They move around Michael Myers. And like, it's like we, so all know. we get it. We get it. Like you don't have to talk about it because we get it. It's better if you don't talk about it because it's because that is also on brand for the franchise is to not talk about the supernatural part. Dude, of this. It's the same with like Jason and Freddy. Yeah. We don't need it. We know that these people have something different. It's not based in reality. They can be whatever. Don't tell us they're supernatural. Yeah, I don't mean Jamie Lee Curtis uh, basically reprising her. She has the same Although look. I as, love her. I, I love her like, so much. Yeah, like she she brings it every single time. She absolutely does. Like it, it doesn't even matter how like she's been in like the Halloween movies forever. Even if they're bad, you still love her. Like. It's so interesting. She just has that quality where like she commits to the performance no matter what. And yeah. honestly, there was a scene and maybe you caught this too in the hospital. She called out for someone and I was like, that sounds like one take. Yeah, there was a scene, and I wish. OK, I might actually go back and try to send it to you, John. It literally sounded like one take, but not in a good way. Oh, no. And it was one, it was one of Jamie Lee Curtis's line lines. She calls for the nurse. She says something. And I was like, this sounds like she was just trying it out. Yeah. And they were like, let's go with it. They're like, cool. Awesome. I great. will send it to you, John. I swear to you. It sounded I was like, oh, 
I said, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 baby girl, no. Jamie, no. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm the uh, the gore like tune in for the gore for sure. Tune in for the gore. Um, what? Okay, so I guess all we right. should say what? Okay, so let's get it. Let's get into the critics of it all. So, um, overall for me, it was like out of very, ten dead firefighters. It was. Um, I would say it was like a five. You know, John, I'm gonna be right there with you. I'm middle of the road too. Yeah, and I mean, I love a slasher film, and I I appreciated the gore factor of it, but it was just like some parts for me were like the it was sort of like script really, like the directing was amazing. It all looked very good. Oh, it was cool. But I think it was just like the story and the writing. Like, um, it's uh, you know, Danny McBride is a part of the yes, writing I team do. on this, That's why and he's put Danny McBride righteous, in there. Yeah, like righteous gemstones, and that voice comes through. Um, but for me, I don't know I, if I want that voice though. Yeah, it was very heavily that voice. Like, but and I know that horror and comedy are, uh, they are linked. You know, but what like I do, I okay, I hear you. I truly do. Yeah, but when but I go into a horror movie, whenever I go into a Halloween horror movie, I want I'm Final not. Girl. I want. I want I X. Want that is my new. That is my. That's like my new. X line had right humor there. too. X has a comedy vein as well. But, but X executed that better than this. Yes, because Hands there's. Down. I mean, there's a line between like incorporating comedy into the horror to sort of break away from the horror of it all. Which is why I think that that lady shooting herself was supposed to break up that intense scene where everyone in that SUV was literally dying. Yeah, it's because you're watching all this traumatic visual stuff and it's like a lot on the brain. And so you have to break it with comedy. But um, there's a line between incorporating comedy into your story screenplay and making it a parody. And this... um, It actually kind of rode the line. Yeah, it kind of like became a parody of Halloween. But it's like in at times, you know what I mean? Um, But I do. I know exactly what you mean, because I felt the same way. I just thought it was an interesting choice for the the comedic element of it. It Also, I was literally tired of hearing them say evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. They said it over and over. Say it one time, because guess what? The impact is stronger when you say it once. Yeah, so like they have this mantra of evil dies tonight. And, and everyone whole, says uh, it. Like if you're going to have a townspeople against um, Michael Myers, which is very much in, in line with like Frankenstein and things like that, like the angry mob, like, like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to get like I have like I don't want to go to Halloween to get political. Me either. I know? really don't. I don't want my politics yeah. mixing. If I want to watch a political movie, I will. Yeah, like I care about politics and stuff, but like these movies are like horror is escapism and stuff like that. Like I I, in my horror stories, I do have like social commentary in there, but it's it's it needs to be like face, I hope, as this because this was. But it has to be like rooted in in the material you and know this what I wasn't mean? rooted it's, in anything. It didn't seem natural. It seemed very arbitrary and mm-hmm. unnecessary. I'm like, just give me them gory kills, They're which just, they do. They do. And they were saying something to say something. So I'm with you. I'm with you on the five. Like, yeah, I'm 
just across um, the board, like 2018, Halloween 2018, stellar. I would give Great. that movie about yes. a seven and a half for right. sure. Right. I thought and, that yeah. was cool. I really did. I really thought the Halloween 2018, I was like, cool, bring it back, dude. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I give it a seven yeah. and a half, eight, maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. But, um, but this one was a five. Yeah, it, this, it was a five. And just to let everybody know that this had a $20 million budget and it looks great. It and does it made look a lot great. of money. Yeah. It looks um, great. They did a great job. I'm not even yeah, going to gore, disparage them. The gore is great. It tracks it's very satisfying in the worst best way but um yeah so the critics agree they do the the tome the tomatometer is 39 percent from the critics okay that's which is fair it's totally fair because like our expectations are high because these are like the final movies yes there's literally one left yeah, so it's like, do better. Um, like the there's audience one score, left and they fucked yeah. it up. <laughs> the audience score, it skates by with the audience score at 66%. I guess. The, you know what? Yeah. That's okay. I understand. I'm because not going to say. Because it was like, I mean, it does deliver the satisfaction of things with the, with the kills and stuff. I do. I really hate that they had to tell us that he's supernatural, though. I do hate that, too. I do hate that, I too. I hate that. I do hate that as well. Yes, I do hate that. That sucks. Um, yeah. And for me, just like a personal note. Um, so uh, really the effectiveness of like the original Halloween movie was definitely the tension building. Um, well, and that this movie sort of lacks like they do have the violence, they have the gore, they have the shock factor, but there was never really that like drawn out Michael Myers tension where it's like he could be anywhere in the house. Like you like we know that he's around, but this person doesn't. You know what I mean? And they kind of tried to do that with the with the uh, with the married gay couple because like the, he's somewhere in the house and they're like trying to find him. But they diminish it with like the constant calling back and forth of like little John, big John. Yeah. And the comedy of it, because like in the first one, it's like. Jamie Lee Curtis is in the house. She's babysitting this kid. And we know where Michael Myers is roughly. Yes. And she doesn't. So like that, those big, long, tense sequences are just imperative to have. And they didn't really have that. I agree. It was more of like an action horror film. Hey, that was really good. Actually, you explained it. Thank you so much. John, you explained it perfectly because it really does lack that. It doesn't have that element where you're sitting here, the buildup. I'm not on the edge of my seat. I know you're going to get murdered violently, but I want to be surprised by where he's coming yeah. from. Because like in this, just to, just to say, uh, just kind of build upon what you said. When homegirl is flying that drone and it gets tossed back, I already know where he is now. Yeah, The surprise is gone. We know he's coming from there. I, right. want, I do not want that. I want right. to it's, be. Uh, so uh, I got I got a really good horror writing note one time where it was like they. Like your your villain needs to be a shark in the water like Jaws. Yes. You don't you can't see it. And that's like the suspense of it. Like you don't know where it is, but you know, it's around. Don't tell me where it is. Yeah. And also, I want it to be sort of like drawn out. Yes. Agreed. And then bam, the payoff. And they do. the. This is like a lot of payoffs with like the gore and stuff. Yes. So um, anyway, that's why um, I think it's a five. I think it's a fair five. It's yeah, fine. Right. Like if you want to watch it, cool. 
I yeah. guess for a continuation, I will be watching Halloween Ends. Although, oh, of course, I don't, gotta... I don't have Peacock. I know, right? It just sucks. Which I'm like, yeah. where the hell am I going to get this? Maybe. Okay, so the hack for that is to create another Gmail account and do free trial. Oh, that's actually genius. <laughs> so, um, uh, you heard anyway. it here first. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hack the system. Yeah. Uh, you come here to crack the code. Crack the code. So the critics' consensus is this. Halloween kills should satisfy fans in search of brute slasher thrills. But in terms of advancing the franchise, it's a bit less than the sum of its bloody parts. Mm, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And the audience says Halloween Kills doesn't do much to move the Michael Myers saga forward, but viewers looking for hardcore horror violence won't be disappointed. No, That's exactly absolutely what we said. not, dude. It's the best part of the movie. If you want the violence, this is the one you like. The Are, are you a gore person? Do you like gore movies? Because this one, it's been a long yeah. time since I've seen yeah, we got to like, we got to move past this whole like cutting away from the violence and slasher movie. I'm tired like, of it. It's what that's like, not a slasher. If we, you're rated R, push for NC-17. Listen, that is why I think X is now superior because they don't shy away from shit, dude. Right, and their story is very good. It's so good. I, this is my that is my new baseline for horror movies. I'm not joking. Yeah. Don't be afraid to have your audience get nauseous. Do I, it. I want to throw up. Yeah, I want to like, throw up. And there's a reason why people pay to go to see horror movies in droves. Yes, because they they're waiting for that really, really good gory movie. It's like, why do they think Saw was so successful? Yeah, they want stopped watching after a while, though, because Saw even if it is like, like a more emotionally based, like supernatural horror, bring the disturbing imagery and the gore, please. Like Nighthouse, even though it was those children, honestly. Like Nighthouse, though. Yes. Which, for all of you out there, literally go watch Nighthouse. It is. It's a good quality in movie. In my opinion, is very underrated. Yeah, it gave me sort of like What Lies Beneath vibes, which yes. I liked. Yeah. Me too. Classic. Yeah. I think Nighthouse is great. Acting is great. But just like you're saying, the whole supernatural thing. Give yeah. us something to work with here. Yeah, like, let's just go for it. But uh, so, uh, yeah, so a top critic from the Austin Chronicle, uh, Richard Whitaker, says that this, he had a he Dick gave a, Whitaker. He, he gave, yeah, Dick Whitaker. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> Dick. But he, uh, yeah, so he gave it a rotten tomato. And it's a, as a sequel to the deliciously absurd 2018 resurrection, it's a ponderous bore, far too intermittently broken up by spurts of the franchise's signature gore. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I listen, I agree with Dick. Yeah, but Sandra Hall from the Sydney Morning Herald gave it a fresh rating. And she says, this one shows no reduction in the bloodletting and those who appreciate a garnishing of gallows humor with the gore will find Meyer's modus operandi as ingenious as ever. But I can't see it winning over a host of new converts. OK, cool. Ten Go cent home, words. Sandra Hall. Yeah. Ten cent word for real. <laughs> girl we don't need it like this isn't a college essay here okay for real she was like let me write my dissertation yeah it's like did you love it or hate it and then go to bed it's fine we all agree i agree with what she said but well no i don't actually yeah people are weird but anyway uh so that was halloween kills and um so october is gonna be travis tell us what october is gonna be if you don't mind october is gonna be probably in like the it's probably going to be around like 
Mm, like high 80s, low 60s. Yes. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> it's exactly the answer. So it's we probably, all wanted it. It's probably going to be around <laughs> that. Um, it's going to be like uh, humidity wise. It's going to be it's mild. Maybe fifty percent because climate change is real, dude. It's happening. Um, <laughs> but but outside of the weather, what October is going to be on this podcast, which is Mean Girls Interrupted. Thank you so much. Um, it is going to be Halloween. It's going to be spooky dooky Halloween, where you're getting two episodes every week. Um, yeah, we'll probably release them back to back. Yeah, so we're going to release them at the same time. So be sure to check out both at your leisure. But definitely like, follow, comment, subscribe, do mm-hmm. whatever wherever you listen. It's all horror just, movies. Just make sure you get just make sure we're on your feed in some capacity, please. Also, we're not sure what's happening next week except for one I think we know. As, oh. As one that I truly what is and it? you are so excited for as what well. Is it? Pinhead everyone. Hellraiser. <gasps> Hellraiser's come in. Hell Hellraiser for starring- my chest. I know. And he, <laughs> she would. Yeah. I mean, that's like the whole amount. Honestly, you want to know what's desire. crazy though is people are so, people are so ridiculous. And I'm going to tell what? you before we go, people were mad, obviously, that she was cast, but they don't realize <laughs> that the original character is actually supposed to be like more female leaning and oh. androgynous. You can look it up. The actual history and lore of Pinhead. I mean, supposed I mean, to be I mean uh, our, our hetero are like our straight cis white people like ever not mad about like queer inside of their horror whenever horror is intrinsically queer at every single turn and there's no way around it. No, there isn't because it's an escape for everybody. And here's the thing. What's crazy about this. What's crazy about this to me is Clive Barker wrote Hellraiser and Pinhead to be this androgynous, more female leaning sounding character, but he went against his own writing for the original Hellraiser because audiences wouldn't accept a female Hellraiser. So fuck all of you that do not agree. Definitely. But also it's like uh, Hellraiser is fully queer. Very. It always was. Even if it is a like a a man pinhead, like it doesn't. It always was. Why do people get so crazy? And also... Also, uh, Jamie Clayton is a phenomenal actress. So we're giving you Hellraiser next week because I believe it's out on the 6th, if I'm not mistaken. All right. We're going to do it. So we're doing Hellraiser. I don't know what else we're doing. We're going to figure that out. Yeah, but But it's going to be a double feature. Ookie spooky. This one I cannot wait for. I know. I just I just pray it's not bad. John. (laughs) I am crossing my fingers and Clive Barker said it was refreshing and they were happy to have. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I mean, I mean, I'm just so glad that they have like all of the like the more than just one Cenobite in here because the Cenobites, they are just disgusting. The Cenobites are what makes Hellraiser, Ugh. not just Pinhead. Yeah. yeah. All of them together. And, and, the, and their looks uh, are like directly related to their character, which I yes. love. And like they're, yes. they're all justified based off their their lore, their individual lore and history and what they're into. Yep. Yeah. I can't wait. It's a kinky one. I hope you guys can't wait. We don't know what the other one that's a surprise for both you, for you and I and John and Hellraiser for sure. All right. So tune in next week and I'm going to see you.
at the movies. Roll the credits, you dead bitch.